Hello and welcome to Filling the Sink, a podcast from Catalan News. My name's Lorcan Doherty and today we're asking, should Barcelona Airport be expanded? The airport in Barcelona, known locally as El Prat, has seen huge growth in the past couple of decades. Passenger numbers trebling from around 17.5 million in 1999 to over 52.5 million in 2019, making it the sixth busiest airport in Europe. The company that manages the airport has published a draft plan to expand it by building a new satellite terminal and extending one of the existing runways. Measures it says are needed if Barcelona Airport is to be an international hub. Opinion is divided on the wisdom of the proposals. Catalonia's business community is very much in favour of expansion, but there is fervent opposition to the plan from environmentalists and local residents alike, while local councils are divided on the project. The Catalan government seems to be in favour of an extension, but not necessarily the one currently on the table. Coming up, we're going to hear from Olivier Chantry, a farmer who works near the airport, and Oscar Oliver, a professor of infrastructure management. Joining me on today's episode of Filling the Sink is Catalan News journalist Killian Shields. Good to see you, Killian. Good to see you, Lorcan. Good to be here. Killian, to start us off, could you tell us what these plans are exactly for the expansion of Barcelona Airport? Sure thing, yeah. So, as you mentioned in the introduction there, there are kind of two elements to this. There's the plan to build a new satellite terminal, and also, separately, but also included in the projected plans, is the plan to extend the runway that's closest to the sea. So this would have two effects in terms of expanding the operations that happen at Barcelona Airport. For starters, the new satellite terminal will be able to accommodate more passengers. So that would increase the overall annual capacity from 55 million up to around 70 million. While extending the runway closest to the sea would mean that more flights on average per hour would be able to take off and land at Barcelona Airport. And the thinking behind this really is to make Barcelona an international hub because in terms of short-haul flights, it's it's one of, if not the most connected airport in Europe. Uh, there's a lot of low-cost flights, but the airport management uh, and business figures are looking to attract more long-haul flights, more direct flights to, to Asia and to America, North America, Latin America. Exactly. So the vision that they have is kind of to make Barcelona Airport an international hub, as you mentioned, sort of uh, like the airport of the future, this kind of thing. The idea would be to attract more and more uh, like long haul carriers uh, to set up bases in Barcelona airport to essentially make it a bridge between, as Europe is, it's in between Asia and America. So any flights going to or from either direction, they would need to stop off somewhere and particularly ideally in the best interest of the, the business interests at play here, set up these more glamorous airlines to set up bases uh, so that anybody going in between America and Asia would have somewhere like, very nice to stop off. And what stage are these plans at at the minute? So at the moment, everything is still just a proposal. There are lots of relevant parties that will have their say, so between the Catalan government, the Spanish government, but also, as we will discuss, the European Commission are also involved, as well as, of course, AENA, which are Spain's airport authority. They manage some of the biggest airports, um, including Barcelona, Madrid, things like this. And they're the ones pushing the plan. Exactly. So it's their plan. They are actually uh, 51% publicly owned uh, and 49% owned by shareholders. So because it's majority publicly owned, they're ultimately going to need uh, approval from the Spanish government. 
Last month, more than 200 groups signed up to a manifesto supporting the expansion of the airport and held an event in Barcelona to encourage local authorities and and the Catalan government to get behind this plan that AENA has. Precisely, yeah. There were various business uh, employers associations involved in that, as well as the Barcelona Chamber of Commerce, Barcelona Tech City, Mobile World Capital, all just trying to gain support in favour of the expansion. And the reasons then for the expansion, they're basically economic and business reasons. It's about competition. It's trying to attract investment, multinationals to favour Barcelona, say, over, for example, Madrid. If if there are more direct flights, then they're more likely to set up their headquarters here. More investment jobs, higher wages, greater international connectivity, all, all that kind of thing, really, isn't it? Exactly, yeah. And I mentioned before as well, increasing the capacity of the airport. So that would mean... Even more tourists can come to Barcelona, spend their money here in Catalonia. It's estimated that the Catalan GDP would grow by about 2 or 3% with this expansion. And they also argue that they can't miss out on this round of funding. So if it's given, if it's awarded to the Barcelona airport, that would mean around 1.6 or 1.7 billion euros, uh, which would be allocated to Barcelona, which if not, if the airport expansion does not go ahead, this money would then be spent elsewhere, they say. Yeah, and the document, the manifesto that they signed up to basically says that it's in the public interest for social and economic reasons and it would be unacceptable not to expand the airport given the great need for a post-COVID economic recovery. Another thing that's kind of important to keep in mind for this whole debate here is that Barcelona Airport, it has a very particular way of operating. So it's got two main runways that uh, flights go in and out of. So one north, closer to the mountains, and one south, which is closer to the sea. So the north one is the longer one. And it is on this runway that as much as possible, all flights coming into Barcelona, this is where they land. And the opposite one, the shorter one, closer to the sea, is generally speaking the runway where all of the flights will take off from. They leave Barcelona and there are a handful of exceptions such as more long-haul flights, cargo carriers as well, which need that bit extra runway space to take off from. But by and large speaking, it's the shorter runway closer to the sea that planes take off from. And the reason behind this is basically to do with noise pollution, isn't it, for the, the locals that live nearby? Precisely. So any plane taking off, obviously it's going to be closer to the sea. So as the plane takes off, if you're ever taking a flight out of Barcelona, you'll notice that your plane will 99% of the time take a very sharp left almost immediately after taking off into the air. So that's to avoid the areas of Gala, Castell de Fels, places like that, uh, where the neighbours would otherwise have planes flying over their heads at a very regular rate. And so the reason that they want to extend this particular runway is it is shorter than the other one. And some of the biggest planes at the minute have to take off from the other runway, which causes more noise pollution for locals in the area. Mm -hmm. So that and also the longer the runway, the more planes that can take off from it as well. And Killian, this week you were speaking to Oscar Oliver, an infrastructure management professor at the Polytechnic University of Catalonia. I was indeed, yes. It was a very illuminating conversation. He taught me a lot about the whole debate surrounding the airport. But it was particularly interesting because he has so much experience in this field. I mean, he's an architect working in the air transport sector. He's worked for the public entity that's in charge of Catalan airports. And he's also the CEO of the Centre for Transportation Studies for the West. Mediterranean. Well, let's have a listen. 
there are two reasons to improve the infrastructure of the airport. Improve the capacity of the runways first, and second, and especially, to improve the capacity of the terminals, because 53 million passengers is really a lot if we consider that the theoretical capacity is 55 million of passengers. Oliver explains that the location of the Catalan capital gives us an important strategic advantage that increasing the capacity could help exploit further. In these 14 kilometers, there is the city of Barcelona, there is the port of Barcelona, and also there is the Zona Franca, one of the most important logistics area in the southern Europe. If we consider the number of people that take a cruise in Barcelona, at Barcelona port, 80% of these people arrive to Barcelona by plane. So you can imagine the importance of the airport for the cruise industry in Barcelona, okay? So this is an, an important reason, the cruise industry, but also it's important to consider the exhibitions and the congresses uh, that uh, are in Barcelona every year. There are plenty of economic reasons to expand the airport. However, there are also various issues involved that could see the plans stopped in their tracks. For starters, the airport authority wants to lengthen one of the runways by 500 metres into the Ricarda Lagoon, a space important for biodiversity. I think uh, La Ricarda is absolutely a, a special natural area. So we have the obligation to preserve this area. But there could be an alternative solution. The total capacity in terms of operations, takeoff and landings, is 90 operations per hour. Before the pandemic in 2019, we operated approximately at 70 operations per hour. So we have the capacity to improve from 70 operations to 90 operations in order to have more takeoff, more landings, without the necessity to expand the length of the field runway. In my opinion, at this moment, it's not necessary to extend the field runway to the 3,000 meters. We have the obligation to explore other possibilities in order to preserve this natural area in the southern Europe. That's Oscar Oliver, Infrastructure Management Professor at the Polytechnic University of Catalonia. Our thanks to him. Killian, that's interesting then that he's actually against the runway extension. Yeah, exactly. I mean, he's in favour of preserving the La Ricarda Laguna that's there just beside the airport. It's very precious, very special natural area, an important habitat for birds and other wildlife. And the, the wetlands there are protected at an EU level as well. So that's a kind of a complication and that would have to be approved eventually by Brussels. And the runway extension into the Ricarda Laguna is also tied up with the noise issue as well. Yeah, exactly. This is due to the fact that Barcelona Airport, the runways are almost exclusively used, one only for takeoffs and one only for landings. Mm -hmm. But quite an interesting facet about this is that 
there's nothing that says that that has to be the case. There's nothing that says Barcelona Airport's runways have to be used exclusively in this way. There's actually just a gentleman's agreement. Those are the words of the president of AENA in place with the neighbours and the local councils of Gavá, Castell de Fels. So if by expanding into the Ricarda Laguna, this would allow for a higher ceiling of operations per hour. This would allow for more activity at Barcelona Airport without necessarily disturbing the neighbours nearby. Now, one of the main arguments against the expansion of the airport is, of course, climate change. I mean, we've been talking maybe up until now about local factors, but this is, you know, if you're expanding an airport anywhere in the world, you have to think about climate change. Certainly in this day and age, don't you? I mean, there's no getting away from it. The uh, more and more common extreme weather events that we're having here. I mean, we've done podcasts on climate change. I mean, we've spoken before. We've done plenty of reports on storms, Philomena, Gloria. I mean... The worse the climate change, the more common these events are going to be. And just this week, in fact, 300 organisations got together in the Museum of Natural Sciences in Barcelona and kind of laid out their opposition to the airport expansion. I mean, these were uh, neighbourhood groups, environmental groups, farming groups, some academics, uh, social groups and some economic groups as well. And climate change and and CO2 emissions was obviously high on the list of why they see it as unjustifiable and unfeasible. Yes, exactly. Um, They cited the Agency for Urban Development, uh, Barcelona Regional, which estimates that the expansion of El Prat Airport will increase at a minimum 33% the CO2 emissions that are coming from the facility. So they argue that the airport isn't as such of public interest and it's more that it will benefit the bank's Builders and IANA shareholders, they Mm -hmm. say. Business interests, essentially. They also uh, put forward their own manifesto against the expansion. They say that there's a total absence of technical, social, environmental, economic and financial justification. Uh, They also said that 60% of the territory of the Llobregat Delta has already been lost. And of course, any expansion would only increase this loss, unfortunately. Yeah, and they were keen to point out that the Catalan government has signed up to its own climate objectives as well, which they say that, that this expansion would compromise. Now, part of IANA's plan to compensate for the natural land that would be destroyed by the runway extension is to rewild other nearby spaces close to the airport and close to these protected habitats. Now, this is going to be key for the plan to get EU approval. The problem with this, though, as I've been finding out this week, is that according to a farmer, Olivier Chantry, the land that they're proposing to rewild is being used by farmers to make food for people living in Barcelona. It seems like we don't exist. We, the farmers and the agrarian park, it seems like it's okay. We we can change the use of the land of the agrarian park to to make a, a natural reserve because we will destroy another one. They, they say this. Olivier, an organic vegetable farmer originally from France and now working in saint Boy, says Aena's plan completely ignores farmers like him. They say they will destroy like 30 or 40 hectares of uh, natural reserve. And it's okay, we will compensate um, 10 times more on the agricultural land. Like if in the agricultural land there was no biodiversity and there was no farmer. 
According to Olivier, there are 3,000 people who work the land in the Baislobrigat agrarian park surrounding the airport on 300 small plots growing diverse produce. In fact, the, the airport is inside the, the, the park agrarian, between park agrarian and, and the natural reserve of the delta. The remaining agricultural land, which is only next to 3,000 hectares, it's supposed to be uh, protected to keep this this land uh, for farming activity, which are important to have a quality vegetable and fresh vegetable next to a big city like Barcelona. As the Catalan Farmers Union Biodiversity and Climate Change representative in the Baix-Lobrigat region, Olivier thinks that the real public interest lies in addressing the climate emergency, including consuming locally produced food, and he doesn't buy the airport management's arguments in favour of expansion. It's incredible that the, the airport uh, ampliation, they start to speak about it in the public interest, they say, and they don't, they don't even think that, that we are here, farmers. We, we, and we are growing food and uh, making people work. It's really unacceptable in a society where I think crisis that's coming, fossil energy crisis and the climate change crisis. When we speak of interest, public interest, we should have it. Okay, the food, the food, some, maybe it's something of public interest. I mean, the, 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 the needs to increase the capacity of the Barcelona airport, it's kind of science fiction because it's an estimation of growing, expectation of growing uh, passenger and goods. And yeah, you, 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 you have this expectation to, to be bigger than Madrid or bigger than Paris, so I don't know what. But here, the, 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 the land is small. When I ask him about the impact the expansion would have if it did go ahead, he doesn't even entertain the possibility. It will not go on. We will fight and we will not accept this this ampliation that has no sense for climate issues, for biodiversity issues and for food issues. With a decision on the expansion looming, Olivier says farmers will join environmentalists to protest, demonstrate and raise awareness among the general public. This week we, we, we have a meeting of the farmer and we we say we will uh, organize mobilization for September. Uh, invited uh, the people of the city to to come with us. Maybe some tractors in Barcelona. Maybe some some market farming and and cooking cooking good products in the center of the town. We will see. We want to be part of the debate against this project of society. That was Olivier Chantry, the biodiversity and climate change representative in Bachelobregat for the Catalan Farmers Union, the Union des Pagesos. And my thanks to Olivier for speaking to me earlier this week. I like the way when he talks about potential protests against this expansion, you know, one of them is putting on some nice food at a market. Like, it's like, yeah, that, that, that could definitely convert some people to the cause, I think, you know. I'll make sure that I'm working that day and I'll cover that protest. <laughs> um, so, there, you know, we're expecting that the protests might kind of ramp up in September because 
uh, we've got a bit of a deadline approaching. Exactly. So push is coming to shove on this entire project, really. Everything, if it's going ahead, needs to be done, dusted by late September. The reason for that is... As I mentioned earlier on, AENA, the Spanish Airport Authority, is majority publicly owned. Therefore, to get that funding, it needs to be completely signed off by the Spanish cabinet before October. So this is very important, particularly because AENA operates on five-year investment cycles. So we're currently coming up to the end of the 2017 to 2021 cycle. And obviously, what comes next is the 2022 to 2026 cycle. So if the plans are not in place, submitted and approved by the end of September, then they won't happen. And as we mentioned before, the business interests are very worried about losing that 1.6, 1.7 billion euros of investment. And the actual building, if it does go ahead, won't go ahead for a few years yet. But now is the time, as you said, Kelly, that the plans have to be uh, submitted and approved. One of Pere Aragonese's first actions when he was elected Catalan president was to create a working group in order to find some consensus, some agreement around the airport issue. And they had their first meeting on the 14th of June. I think that the member of the Catalan government who's most vocal, certainly in favour of an airport expansion, is uh, the vice president, Jordi Puigneró. He's, of course, from Junsberg, Catalonia, which would be maybe the more pro-business party that makes up the coalition at the minute. But he has said that airport expansion will go ahead and they propose to improve the connections, the train connections between Barcelona and the airports of Girona in the north of Catalonia and Reus in the south. Local councils in the area are split on the issue too. Barcelona City Council and El Prat Council have both come out against plans to expand the airport. Now, the thing that they have in common is that they're both run by a mayor from uh, communes, anti-austerity left-wing party, who are against the expansion of the airport for climate change regions, and they're they're more in favour of sustainability. And El Prat Council, in their statement against the airport expansion, they said that they want to preserve the delta and protect the climate. Now, not all The councils, as I said, are in agreement. On the other hand, you've got local councils in Castel de Fels, Gabá, Sant Boy, Pila de Cans, all very close to the airport, uh, who are in favour with conditions normally. Uh, For example, Castel de Fels said if the arrangements on the runways that we talked about earlier are kept. And as well from Aena's point of view, they're also very much in favour of maintaining those conditions as well. So the president of the airport authority completely is in agreement of keeping the runways operating that way with one exclusively for landings and the other exclusively for takeoffs. And Aena are attempting to convince local councils to support their plan because It strengthens their own position when the plan eventually goes in front of, for example, the European Commission in Brussels. Exactly, yeah. Europe has to have its say on the matter also because, as we said, La Ricarda has special status protected by the European Commission. The European Commission have sort of positioned themselves a little bit on the fence. They've sort of said uh, that they're in favour of any sort of expansion to the airport, but only in a way that it doesn't interfere with wildlife conservation. But it's unlikely that the European Commission would give their go-ahead without Catalan government buy-in. So you could say things are still up in the air? <laughs> oh, sorry for that. Time now for our Catalan phrase. What's it this week, Killian? 
Tants caps, tants barrets. Tants caps, tants barrets, which means for as many heads, there are as many hats. For as many heads, as many hats, literally. Uh, what, what, what are we getting at here? I, I don't think it's anything to do with, like, jetting off to the fashion capitals of the world. Uh, but it's more so to do with, like, opinions. So as many people as you have in a room... Well, you're going to have that many different opinions on whatever the subject at hand is. Right, so very apt for today's podcast. Tants caps, tants barrets. Tants caps, tants barrets. And that's it for today. Thanks very much for listening. If you'd like to get in touch with us, you can email catalannews at acn.cat. Thanks for joining me today, Killian. Thanks for having me, Lorcan. We're back again with another episode of Filling the Sink next Saturday. Until then, from me, Lorcan Doherty, and all of us here at Catalan News, bye for now. Adeu.